סוג של אייקון של המחאה, הנשים בגלימות האדומות והמצנפות הלבנות. מה שהחל כגימיק תפס תאוצה עד שאפילו הסופרת שכתבה את סיפורה של שפחה, שלחה להן חיזוק. אפרת לכטר בדקה מאיפה הכסף, פגשה את מי שהתחיל הכל, אישה שנולדה דווקא במשפחה דתית, מוצא ספרדי, שירתה בשב"כ, והיו עוד כמה דברים שאולי יפתיעו אתכם. תחקיר מייפכט. מחאה בנויה על סמלים, תמונות שנצרבות, שמניעות אנשים לפעולה. והתמונות האלו של מאות נשים בגלימה אדומה ומצנפת לבנה הפכו לדבר שאי אפשר להתעלם ממנו. ולצד הדגל הכחול-לבן, לפנים של המחאה נגד המהפכה המשפטית. You know, a few weeks ago, the locals, the Americans, maybe remember the first page of the New York Times, and there were two photos from Israel, one of Hasidim, an ultra-Orthodox Haredim in Jerusalem, and one of Moran, the founder of the organization Bonot, that is one of the big women um, organizations that are protesting these days, you know, among all the other organizations. This one is the one that probably everybody sees with the red capes and the red hats. Um, you can't miss them. Hi, Moran. Hi, Moran. Hi. Tell us a little Hi. bit about how did you come about the, the organization? The name is Bonot. Uh, we call them the red organization because of all the red capes. And just a few words so then we can just chat about it. So the full name Bonot Alternativa, it's building an alternative. And actually I founded Bonot three years ago. Um, it, it happened almost by mistake because I didn't have any feminist background or activist background, um, but there was a horrifying gang rape in Israel um, of a young girl in Elat. And I felt like I can't just move on with my life or write an angry post on Facebook. So I decided that I want to have a strike around the country and without any um, background or experience. But I had this WhatsApp group I called Bonot Alternativa that I opened, um, let's say, uh, a month before. And I wrote that to them. Means builders, building. building. Yeah. Exactly. Bonot Alternativa is building an alternative. And I wrote to them that that's what I want to do. And they told me that we are behind you or next to you. And that's what Thank we you. did. And we did. Exactly. And, and we held uh, 30 protests around the country and one big uh, protest uh, at the Rabin Square. Um, with the over 5,000 participants. Now, when I used to tell people that we had this demonstration with 5,000 people, until eight months ago, people would be uh, tell me like, uh, wow, amazing. But now <laughs> with all of the protests, so 5,000 doesn't sound so much when we are like 150,000 people in Kaplan every weekend. Um, so, you know, everything is... Uh, Anyways, so this is how we started. And ever since we did all kinds of activities around uh, women's rights and the violence against women. 
And it was kind of my uh, night job because I had my full-time job. And I, was, um, I always worked in marketing and management and I have three young boys. Um, but eight months ago, we understood very fast that something else is happening mm-hmm. and we need to be more involved. And the first one that's going to be hurt from what's happening with the judicial overall is women. And ever since we are here, um, and we grew very fast and very wide across the country. And right now we are over 100,000 women around the country. With um, We are in over 80 cities in Israel and 50 cities around the globe um, with Israeli women around the globe. globe. Um, and actually this is my full-time 200% uh, work right now. Uh, building the organization, moving it forward, um, working uh, against the judicial overall, but we're doing also many, much, uh, a lot of things. Moran, why red? Oh, well, what do you mean? It's like the shfakot. It's like the, the... No, I'm asking why red? It's based on the book. So, so actually, I chose the color red uh, three years ago. It's not like it's new. The the handmaids are red as well. Yeah. It's not like we are red ever since the handmaids because the handmaids protest displays just uh, half a year ago, six months ago. And you know that ultra-Orthodox women are not allowed to wear red. Right. And their, there is something... Their, their, their colorful a, scale is very limited to unattractive colors, yeah. So it will not attract the men. Yeah. But you know, uh, looking back, um, we always had, not only in Israel, but it's, you know, we thought Israel is kind of advanced, but for many years we didn't have enough female me- parliament member. Now it's really terrible. We didn't have a lot of CEO. Now it's absolutely ter- terrible. Uh, there was always gap in the salaries. Uh, violence against women, um, we know it's it's there uh, quite a big time. Uh, but I but I feel that you are needed because something really changed in a big way, almost sinister way, horrifying almost in the last since this uh, uh, new whatever they call it, Afrika Mistarit. I use it in the, the revolution. The revolution. Judici- judicial overall. Right. So uh, it's almost, it swapped you, didn't it? It just took you and it's like a, <laughs> a stone. You know, I, it's automatically my private personal language is always colors and shapes. And the, uh, the dramatic effect of the red that is always somehow uh, pops out, you know, in the beginning when the demonstration started, you were, you were little and then you, it grew and grew and grew. It's a little bit, it reminds me even the project that Cristo did in the Central Park with the orange gates, because slowly, slowly, you know, I remember when they opened the gates, it took over and there are so many pictures that, that reminds me and look alike, like the, the red effect in the demonstrations. But, you know, I w- I'm wondering, and we were talking about it before, about the collaborations between all the women organizations. I understand that women believe in different things. 
to what extent the organizations really collaborate to how much they're willing to work together and how much they 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 keep their own their own agenda signature. so bonat alternativa is uh, is one organization um so there, there is a lot of women from all sectors religious and uh, not and uh, secular and also uh, right-wing and left-wing and orthodox and ultra-orthodox and secularism also um, in Borot Alternativa. And eventually we're talking about very basic uh, universal truth. And no woman wants to be discriminated. Every woman wants to be represented and the violence against women. And when we are focusing on those basic truths, So women can relate to us, and it doesn't matter if they are right wing or left wing. I have to say to be honest that there is a challenge right now because right wing women uh sometimes feel that we are doing it just to to be against Bibi and uh this is something that we really pay attention because it doesn't matter what I believe or think um personally. But Bonot Alternativa is for women and for women rights. And I have to say that when I meet women, and it doesn't matter if it's Arab women or uh, ultra-Orthodox women, they are convinced after we are talking that we are pro-women and this is, this is our mission. It's apolitical. It's apolitical. It's not ap- It's not a political. I because... mean, it's, an, it's not like right or left, like you said. It yeah, it's political. It's nonpartisan, exactly. Like it's nonpartisan, and it's not like left wing or left wing. And of course, like what's happening now is is against what the current government, which is right, very hard right. Um, but I have to say that I don't think this is like the liquid way, for example. I think that they are being kidnapped by extremists. So yeah, I don't even you know... think it's like a right wing uh, government. Yeah, but but you know, uh... because we don't have much time is the question how much can you change how much can you really do something that for for many years we were trying you know I made a film against violence against women uh and there are so many movies and so many panels and and the b2 movement was able to change because they could do shaming see whatever they found you know each man today is afraid. Uh, to behave sexually or violently against women because you know he knows he's exposed to shaming in this case who who could you I mean it's the whole government it's a whole it's everywhere so I wonder in what way you can change so I think you know like I had this conversation with my husband um, a few days ago um, because I'm never uh, truly satisfied I always think about what we need to do more and what is missing and And then he stopped me and he said, "Listen, even if you are looking about what you did until now, we've made history. I mean, the amount of women and men that went out of the streets to protest in red T-shirts, men right. and men and women, tens of thousands of people singing, "I am not afraid," like in, in Hebrew, it's an Ilo Fahed, it's like in a feminine uh, you know, so this Anna, is not I have like a, a crazy idea for you. 
appoint yeah. Sarah Netanyahu as a citizen, of, honorary <laughs> yeah. citizen of the organization. Because, you she know, might have, yeah, in, she a, might in a crazy way, she's the most, the strongest woman in Israel today. I mean, all the members, all these screaming ladies that we hear all the time, it's all bullshit. Um, she is in the most powerful place. She wants to be very effective, but basically she protects about her fucked up uh, position with her husband and they don't see anybody even. And the thing is that once you give her the responsibility to lead this organization, she she's in the place she can, it's crazy. Yeah, but you know, but there, are no mid, there are no parliament members female now because of her husband. But that's why I'm saying once you give her the position, to be the, the number one in this organization, to lead all the women in Israel, it has to change. It has to change. I mean, this it's crazy, but it just came to me because I think- Actually, it's not, it's not that crazy. And because uh, we are being recorded and it's going to be on YouTube, <laughs> so we'll just <laughs> say that it's not so crazy and we are working on it. And that's it. <laughs> Instead of instead of running around the world with Bibi, she should stay home and take care of the girls of Israel. That's all. That's all. She it, just somebody has to change it. You know, the thing is that everything is political, no matter how, if, even if it's social, everything is political. The thing is that but there is something that in that Israel there is another today, thing I wanted to say. Yes. So you have you ask what what will happen. So actually, I think we are in a way, in a kind of, I don't know, you say like a feminine spring, but there we have like in two, in two months, we're having the municipality election. Yes. And, and dozens of women from Bonat Alternativa are putting themselves in front and going to run to municipality to be part of the council and some, some of them even to run uh, as, as head of, uh, you know, of councils and and this is something that never happened before. So we see the impact now. It's not like we are waiting for years. Like what will be the impact in years? Like sometimes when you work like with young girls, for example, so you say, okay, you will see the change in years and that's very important. But the thing is that things are changing now as we speak. And, we, and I think that the fact that we uh, were able to unite the liberal protest with women's rights which is not trivial, and to make them understand all the other protest movement, that you can't call yourself liberal if you don't have an equal list of uh, candidates and in a realistic spot, you know, not like only the men in the beginning and then the, the, the woman. So the fact that they understand that it has to be together, and I have to say it's not trivial, we worked on it, it's part of the way that they understand that they need to put women in front. Some of them doing it because they understand the, the importance of that. And some of them doing it because they understand that we are so important and powerful partners that they don't want to mess with us. But you're also starting uh, educational uh, system for teenagers, girls. What do, you, what do you want to teach them? What do you expect from them? How do you want them to carry it on? So, yeah, we have a group of uh, young girls, and I think what I want to inject to them, in a way, is the Bonot Alternativa way of thinking, 
that in Bonot, you don't just say, okay, this is how it is, or this is life, or it is what it is. There is always a way. And when you have an army of women that is going to step with you, so you're not afraid anymore because you have your clan, but you have a big, a big one. So this is something I want to give to those young girls. And we also have the same activity with students. And what we're going to do with these young girls that um, when you are 17 in Israel, you can vote for municipality. If you want to vote to the government, you have to be 18. But if you want to vote to municipality, it's 17. So it's so important to us to reach those seven years old that are going to vote for municipality for the first time in their life. And maybe they didn't even think they, maybe they don't even know. And if they know, they don't understand why it's so important. And we want to reach them and to explain to them how it's going to impact their life and why it's so important that they will go vote and will be uh, active. So this is one of our missions really, as well. It's really interesting that whenever you take a group of females, not with not with men, just females. Something they they can express themselves freely, and they can build up, you know, their personality. Although I want to just we don't have time, but just briefly, I'm teaching film at Tish, and every a student female who comes wants to be a film director. By the time they leave, they're out of it. They were producers, writers. That's really the path is not open for women. Only 4% in America uh, are, are direct, film directors. So it's really, we cannot change it for years. And we are 50% the population female. Yet they come with a dream and they give it up because the path is not there. So it's very sad, you know? Moan, how how old are your boys? Yeah. How old are 12, you? 12, 10, and 30. What do you tell them? <laughs> Um, I think they are growing up in a, into an ecosystem that they understand. And, you know, a lot of people tell me, oh, and you don't have any, you don't even have girls, but I think educating our boys is even more important than educating our daughters, you know, because everyone tells our daughter, you can do anything, but someone needs to teach the boys, you know? And for example, last year, my uh, oldest son came to me and told me, you know, that Sometimes they give us to play on the playground and they give the boys the, the ball and give them the, the court and they tell the girls, you can't play on the court because the, the boys are playing. And he told me that's, that's not okay. Now, I don't know. I mean, the fact that he, he paid attention and he understood that something here is not okay, I think, like, I'm a bit proud of it. And it made me, like, call the teacher and make sure even it's none of, none of my business, but of course it is. But the fact that he, he saw it, and I'm not sure the other boys saw it, and I'm not sure the other girls understood that it's not okay. They just take it as it is. But you know, you have really a big challenge exactly. because not only the government is actually mostly men, Israeli government is really mostly men, but a lot of the females are aggressive, are, I'm not sure, even for women, you know, I can mention some names like Gottlieb, like, uh, what's her name? Uh, never mind, Mai. Uh, this is a big challenge when the situation is one had mostly men in the government and the few females, most of them are aggressive, are not going for women. Um, it's, it's, it's even worse than it was 
and, and we don't talk even about the laws against women that they are doing every day. So we talked, um, actually I did a short video about it on my Instagram and I talked about it that sometimes even in the most fascist anti-women uh, government, we see women and it makes us feel like um, confused. So for example, uh, Italy prime minister, which is a fascist, is a woman yeah. and she's doing rules against LGBTQ and against other women. And this is something patriarchy do. They use women, mostly the most aggressive, the most uh, loud ones, the ones that go around and go against their own gender, and they use them, you know? And those women find a place, but they are being used. Now, I'm not saying that they don't know what they're doing, but this is like a way for them to pass rules. And then you see a woman saying that, like we saw Limor Sunar Melech is talking about separation. Like this is something Haredi women want, and that's not true. But then you see it and you see a woman saying, and you are confused and say, okay, maybe, maybe that's true, but it's not. You know that she's established the Shdula for the Haredi women. I don't know how you say it. Yeah. Okay, but this organization has 20 members, 16 of them are men, and four are women, okay? So that's, that's a lie. They're deceiving us, okay? And then she said, but the, the Shdula for the Haredi women, that's what she said. No, that's not what... So this is like a practice they are using. Yeah. Moran, how do you see the organization down the road? I mean, socially, politically, where do you go with this? How do you want it to be part of the system in Israel? So first of all, I see it uh, up the road. I'm kidding. But <laughs> but um, right now we are 100,000 women and I want us to be uh, 250,000 women. Mm -hmm. And I want uh, women to have a political power in Israel. And uh, right now we don't have any political power. And I want more women to have more economic power. And I think the way to do it is, as I said, with young girls, with students. And um, we need to, um, to broaden our reach with more communities like the Arab uh, community and the Orthodox community. And I think that what Bonot does, it's not just telling people, women, join us or our cause, like we are doing like all kinds of meetings in women's house. And then like even uh, Orthodox women are saying what they need. And this is what Bonot can bring you. What can we do for you? You know, how can we help you? And suddenly they found out that they can work as a group, you know, and this is something very powerful that Bonot gives women. Well, you have to run. Thank yeah. you. Good luck. We'll see you soon. Bye, bring you again. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.